I have people who like, I see them and I'm like, oh, I know that she just had a milestone. And so I can send a message about that. And that goes so far in really creating relationships, which is what these social media platforms were built to do in the first place anyway. Hey, babe, welcome to the Sales and Social Podcast. I'm so freaking excited that you are here with me today. Are you ready to simplify your sales and learn to sell in a way that feels good, but also brings you in more consistent cash? If you find yourself feeling like you're doing all the things on social media, but it's not converting, you feel like you have inconsistent cash months, but you desire more reoccurring revenue, and you just want to sell in a way that feels good without feeling salesy and also have a lot of fun on your journey to entrepreneurship, you are in the right place. Hey, I'm Jillian. I'm your sales queen and your soon-to-be podcast BFF. 22 years in the corporate sales space, losing my job during the pandemic, having no freaking idea what I was going to do, but knowing that I had a God-given talent for sales, I quickly shifted to the online space, where I have not only been able to grow my own personal business from zero to 500K in just 18 months with nothing more than a Zoom link, a paper planner, and a whiteboard, I've helped hundreds and hundreds of others scale their businesses and explode their sales. So grab your beverage of choice, a pen and a paper if you're anything like me, and let's dive into today's juicy episode. What's up, babes? Welcome back to the podcast. Super excited to have you guys here today with my friend. Her name is Molly. She is going to blow your guys' mind today. Molly, welcome to the show. Tell my audience who you are and what you do. Thank you so much for having me. First, I must say, like, the energy you bring, like, just in the tone of your voice, I'm like, this is, like, so much fun. So oh my gosh, thank, thank you, you for having me. <laughs> my name is Molly Knuth, and I am a social media, well, I'll give you my story. So I started as a teacher. So back in 2013, I was teaching in the classroom, high school, middle school, English language arts. Fast forward just a little bit. Pretty soon I was pregnant with our third kid in three years. And so that kind of sped up the life plan to be a stay-at-home mom. And so I was a stay-at-home mom for a little while. And eventually I had this pull that was like, you know, there's something else. You got to like love these kids. It was so much fun being home with them. But I just felt like for me, there was something else that I needed to pursue. And I didn't know exactly what that was, but my dad and my cousin had started a business together here in our hometown in Eastern Iowa, and they needed some admin help. So while I was raising the kids, I was just doing some freelance, basically VA support. Mm -hmm. But in the process, we put together a Facebook business page for their business. And it was in 2016, a relatively new concept for small businesses in our area. And one business owner saw that and another business owner saw that. And pretty soon it kind of snowballed into me having a social media management business. And over the years, I have added team members. We have added services to really be a one-stop shop for business owners who are looking for not just social media management support, but strategy. Um, content creation. We do things like helping with podcast editing and production, web design, graphic design, because I have some amazing talent on my team. But our whole goal is to help women kind of rewrite and rethink how we live and work and using the advent of online marketing to help pursue that. 
Oh my gosh. Well, I love that story. Also love the fact that you have three kids in three years, like all, all the virtual high fives to you for sure. Oh my gosh. And then we have a fourth kid too. But like, <laughs> that, his, so he was born about the I same time as this fourth one too. I kind of forgot about him. We have this fourth one too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's here. He's six. <laughs> yeah, well, I only have one. I mean, I only have one. She's 21 now. So it's, a, it's, it's definitely hard to believe. But yeah, I only have one. She's 21 years old. But I love the fact that we're going to actually get talk about social media and marketing and content and all the things, because obviously people come to me for sales and they always think that they're coming to me for sales help. But actually sales is so much easier when you do all the things that you just talked about messaging, marketing, social media, content, graphics, online presence, all of those things. I just had, I host a network marketing call every single Wednesday morning. It's a free space to come and network. And just today, somebody said to me, I'm really struggling with sales. And I was like, okay, well, like, let's talk about that. She's like, well, I don't really like do anything. I don't really have a marketing plan. We don't actually (laughs) struggle in sales. You actually struggle with marketing. So let's talk about why when you do all the things that you do, sales is so much easier. Oh, I think you just hit the nail on the head. And a lot of times people come to me and they might have a question about sales too. And I'm like, honestly, like when you approach it with the way that I approach it and my clients approach it, the sales just kind of flow. And so what we do is we help our clients and I'm kind of honing in because we are in this, I feel like evolution of social media, the big wigs that we know, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. I feel like this past year especially has kind of been an evolution for these social media giants. And so in the past year, I've kind of honed in on this, but really it's knowing who your audience is, knowing what are going to be the things that are important to them, using your voice, your energy to really help connect and coming to social media with like a connection and a value first mentality so that you're really coming to the platform, not just to sell, even though that is going to be one of our goals, but whatever platform you're present on, We're first coming here knowing that there's people on the other side of the screen that they have wants and needs, and we have the products or the goods or the services that can help them live their best life. And when we can explain that through reels or through posts or through stories that we're telling, then we can create those connections with our followers that will ultimately get them to a point where they not only know us and they know what we do, but they're also like, there's something here. And I think this person can help me with my goals. Mm -hmm. And so using social media to like really tell your story, make connections with people and then getting them to the next stage where the sales can happen. Yeah. It's, it's so good. I know one of the things that you really talk about is like those, those six elements of modern marketing. And as you are talking, I'm actually looking at your Instagram page and it's beautiful, but what are the six elements of modern marketing? Ooh, This is so good. And this is something as I kind of referred to as this year has gone on, I've really seen a lot of people, A, feeling overwhelmed by social media marketing and feeling like they have to do all the things and they're not sure how to do it technically or how to have the time to approach it all. Mm -hmm. And I've really seen that there are people who can do different things. Like maybe they only post once a week. Other people post every day. 
but they found something that works. And what I've figured out is that there are really six elements that you can utilize in your social media marketing and think about it like levers almost that are attached to a wall. And when you pull down on the lever, that means you're working it a little bit harder and maybe all the levers are pulled all the way down. So your max effort across the board, all six elements, but you can also ease up on some of those levers. And then you can just work in the areas or the elements that you feel like you have the time and capacity for. So those six elements are strategy, content creation, management, community, leverage, and legacy. So do you want me to unpack those a yeah, little bit Yeah, I would more? love for you to. I'm like, can we, can we dive into all those, please? Perfect. Yes. So we begin with element number one, strategy. That's knowing where you want to go as a business owner. And in certain seasons, you might have specific offers. You might have specific campaigns and promotions that you really want to drive forward. So it's knowing and having a plan for how you can use social media to connect with your audience in a way that will take them from where they are to ultimately wanting and needing what you have to give. And it's putting that into a plan. Now, some people, and I also am really big into like your personal energy that you bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Some people are have like a lot of masculine energy and yeah. they might Me. love to have this 100%. laid out. Oh my gosh. And I'm the exact opposite. I'm hundred percent feminine energy, yeah. but I've learned this. And so like people who have a lot of masculine energy, they might have a whole spreadsheet filled with dates and steps and it's in their project management system. And that's awesome. But for some people who are feminine, maybe your strategy looks like having a roadmap, but it's not super like specific. And because for feminine people, we kind of need like the flow and we need to oh, be inspired yeah. sometimes. So it's interesting. It's still- I actually run in masculine energy, but I run my business in feminine energy. So I don't Ooh. have, I don't have a masculine energy sales plan, but I, but I'm, so I'm, I, I, I'm always in masculine energy, but my business plan is very flow. Like, I think I'm going to create something next week. Yeah. So I, I definitely have a balance of like the two. Oh, okay. So now I'm going to get us off on a tangent for a little bit. Yeah, you know let's your do human design. Uh, manifesting generator. Okay. And then when in your graph, like above the head, there's like these four arrows. Do you know what directions yours face? I don't. Okay. So I didn't know this either after but my I have a one-on-one client. That's a human design expert. I should ask her. You should, yeah. because those arrows indicate masculine and feminine energy in certain areas of your life. So some people like you, maybe you have masculine energy, but like you said, your business operates in feminine. I bet one of those is a left facing arrow that indicates feminine energy. Um, yeah. So super interesting. I, yeah. I would tap into that a little yeah, bit. I'm gonna, <laughs> Kaylee, I'm going to ask you, Kaylee, Kaylee's missing this podcast and be like, Kaylee, I'm going to slide into your DMs and ask you, where's my arrow at? Oh my gosh. Yes. Follow up on that one. Okay. Um, But strategy, it really helps us know what we're using social media for and the purpose that it fits in our business in this season. And so having strategy, again, that's one of the elements of social media marketing 2.0. The second element is content creation. And I feel like everybody really puts a lot of their weight, time, and attention on the content creation. What music should I use on my reel? What transitions should I use? What time of day is the best time to post? All of those questions. And while those are important and you really do need to know what is trending on social media, kind of have a 
pulse on that, if you will. But content creation is just one element of a great social media presence. And so some seasons of life, we are going to have a little extra time and we can devote more attention to this content creation. Maybe that's where we try those reels that have transitions that we haven't attempted before. But there are also seasons that we know as business owners where we have so much that we have to like execute on that maybe the content creation element just takes a backseat for a little while. So if we think about those levers on the wall again, maybe we can ease up on the content creation aspect and just know that it's not going to let in that easing up your business on social media is not going to fall apart Mm -hmm. because content is just one element. Um, Element number three is the management side. So that's the actual posting or the scheduling or the technical details of your actual, like your actual putting that content out there. And so we know that that could be a way that we could get held up if we don't have a scheduling tool. So I do use um, Meta Business Suite for my clients who are on Facebook and Instagram. I know there are other ones out there later, Hootsuite, those kind of services. So you can definitely use management tools to help you with that aspect of social media marketing as well. And that's where we can talk about frequency of posts. And that's where we can talk about how often do I show up in stories? How do I schedule a reel out because that is a possibility now, but that is the management aspect of your social media marketing. All right. Element four is community. And this is a huge one. And I know a lot of people out there right now, especially as we are looking at year end, year beginning, they are thinking, oh my gosh, how am I going to do and accomplish all of these things? And that's where we might feel a little bit of overwhelm, particularly when we're thinking about creating content that gets a lot of our attention. But I really do like to talk to my clients and my friends who are feeling this way and let them know that community is a huge element of your social media. So if you want to ease up on the content creation and management, you can pull all the way down on that community development. And that looks like being active and talking to people in the DMs. That looks like commenting and saying, hey, I just appreciate you being here. Something I do is I will take note of who is a new follower to my account and I'll send them a voice memo that just says, hey, thank you so much for being here. Uh, Here's what you can expect and know that you can reach out to me at any time if you have questions about XYZ. And so it just takes about a minute, but that goes so far in really cultivating a community atmosphere on these social media platforms. And so if you don't have time to create content, focus on your community element and do some of those community building activities that will bring people to you, but you don't necessarily have to devote time to the content creation aspect. Yeah. People say to me all the time, you know, cause I'm community is huge in my world. Like I'm actually known for like community building. And so often people come to me and they're like, Oh, I need, I need more people. I need to create more reels. I need to create more content. And I'm like, you have so many people in your world right now that you're not even paying attention to you. Like go say hello to the thousand people that are following you. Go say hello to the 500 people that are following you. When's the last time you literally just reached out to people that are already following you. And you were like, how are you? How was your day? How was your holidays? Right. It's like, you don't always need to be needing more go love on the people that are already in your world. I spend so much time in the small audience that I have 2,500 people. And you guys, I make a shit ton of money in the audience that I have, because I'm not always looking for more people. I'm just loving on the audience that I already have. 
Oh, that is so impactful. And I can't tell you, every time I send a voice memo, and sometimes it's to new followers, sometimes it's somebody that has liked recent posts, and I just show up and I say, hey, thank you for being here. And it's something about that, like hearing my voice rather than like just texting it out. Yeah. But people always respond and they're like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. And like you, I have a small but mighty following. I'm not huge by any means, but I have people who like, I see them and I'm like, oh, I know that she just had a milestone. And so I can send a message about that. And that goes so far in really creating relationships, which is what these social media platforms were built to do in the first place anyway. Yeah. And I think I'd love to actually like dive into this. I think that so many people are actually, uh, they're so nervous to send that first message, right? Obviously people come to me for sales and they're always like, well, what do I say? What do I, what do I say when somebody reaches out? What do I say when somebody follows me? What do I say when somebody sends me a message? It's like, just be like a normal human, like, like (laughs) just be you, right? Like what I would say to Molly, like we literally connected on Instagram, right? It wasn't like, okay, well now Molly's following me. So I want to like say this certain thing to see if she'll come on the podcast. It was like, no, I'm literally just going to reach out to Molly and like vibe with her. And if I feel like she's cool, I want to like get to know her. And then like, maybe she'll come on the podcast and like, Literally, she's on the podcast today, guys, right? It wasn't like some weird, like weird agenda, hidden intention that was like, it's just, just be you, be who you are. And then the right people will stay in your world. And if they're not the right people, they won't be. Oh my gosh. And I think you're right on with that. You can totally see through the lines if somebody approaches you and you can tell that there's that hidden agenda in between in their messages. But yeah, if you just show up like being authentic about how you want to connect with this person and show that you like just care on a human level, that's going to go so far. And I always tell people like, just shoot your shot. Like, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? You go on red or somebody's like, hey, I'm sorry, I don't have time for this. But you know what? Things that have benefited from me reaching out even in comments or in DMs, like that hugely outweighs the discomfort I originally felt when I was first sending these messages out. And it is one of those things, the more reps you put in, the more practice you get with sending these, it just becomes second nature. And you can just say, oh my gosh, I so loved your recent posts. And I just wanted to tell you, you know, you're killing it. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Something as simple as that can turn into a really meaningful conversation. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Hmm. Okay. So I think we have two more. Yeah. Was there two more left? I think we have two more left, right? Yeah. I was writing them down. So So, I think we have two more left. uh, Perfect. Number five is leverage. So these are also some pieces of the puzzle of social media marketing, and they also come in handy when you don't have a ton of time for content creation. So these are things like paid ads. These are things like collaborations or giveaways that are going to give you extra bang for your buck. And they're going to really help you get your awareness exponentially out there by doing things like if you're running paid ads, obviously you're putting a little extra spend in your account so that you can reach people who aren't in your audience. And anytime you can collaborate, tag other brands, partner with other people, you're going to get yourself in front of their audiences and that will help you find additional people, particularly if you make sure you align yourself with those businesses and brands that you would naturally align with, like, I'm not going to go out and partner with 
I don't know, likely a car company because I don't talk about that very much, (laughs) but you'll damn well see me talking about like other awesome female business owners because that's what I care about. And so I know that my audience cares about that too. So when you do these things like running ads or potentially doing collaborations, make sure it's coming from a space of something that was what you would organically do anyway, Mm -hmm. not just doing it because you're like, oh, they have 10,000 followers and I want to see that too. Yeah. I, lo- I love that you shared this. I know we're kind of like keep, keep kind of ripping off of this, but like I recently did a collaboration with another sales coach and a lot of people were like, oh my gosh, why would you collaborate with another sales coach? I do not get this. And we ran um, an event together. We ran a masterclass together. It was a, a masterclass. And then we actually ran a paid program together and we did Instagram lives together. We She was on my podcast. And a lot of people who do not have an abundance mindset were floored by this. They were like, I don't get why you and Charlotte would do this. You guys are literally both like sales experts. She actually teaches sales on the feminine side. I teach sales on the masculine side. So we did a program which which was like the healthy balance of sales from both the masculine and the feminine. But it actually showed my audience like the power of like two women coming together, teaching on something so similar and really having like this abundance mindset. But I also think like if you're listening to this podcast right now, you need to think bigger. You cannot just think like you're in your own little world, right? Like collaborate with another business coach, collaborate with another fitness coach, collaborate with someone else that does mindset. Like if you're a fitness coach, collaborate with someone that does meal prepping because there is so much power in that. And guess what? Charlotte and I actually traded a one-on-one client. One of my one-on-one clients actually went to Charlotte and one of Charlotte's one-on-one clients came to me. It was a beautiful thing because one of her clients had been in feminine energy for way too long. And they were like, I need someone to like reel my shit in. So I was the perfect fit. And one of my clients needed to tap more into the feminine. So it's like, it was such a beautiful thing, but there was something so powerful about two people coming together that actually did the exact same thing. And I want this to be an invitation to you guys on this podcast to actually do this with people in your own niche too. Oh, that's so great. And I remember thinking this through for the first time. I know it's one of those moments that's a core memory, but I remember thinking and hearing when I was setting up my business and I'm in a small town. And so for a long time, one of the things that, you know, sometimes small towns get it like a small town mentality. I live in a small town. I get it. Yeah. And so like some people aren't open to collaboration and, but I was, I remember just sitting at my desk in the early days and I was like, you know what, if I close myself off and I don't refer out, like, for example, at that time I was at capacity and I needed to get, I wanted to see these business owners still get support, even if it wasn't through my social media services. And so I was recommending out to other people I knew in the area who did the same thing I did. And that was I know that was a little bit different at first from what people had experienced in the past, but I thought, okay, what if everybody in my even 10 mile radius that had a business came to me and wanted my services? I can't handle that. can't handle them. And no. And number two, like, I'm not going to be the kind of person that everybody wants or needs. And like, I'm other people need different skill sets, different energy levels. And to your point, like, I love when business owners can collaborate and show that there are multiple ways to achieve a goal. Yeah. It's a, it's such a powerful thing too. And I think it's, it's really showing your leadership as well. Mm, I love that. Yes. A hundred percent. Amazing. Okay. The last element is legacy and yep. especially in this 
environment of social media 2.0, there are always these changes and adjustments and algorithm tweaks and features coming and going on the social media platforms. And it can feel like a lot to keep your thumb on, especially if you're a business owner who's area of expertise is not in social media. So what I am really moving a lot of my clients into is still keeping social media as a part of your marketing toolkit. And that's going to be your awareness driver. That's going to be the way that you build community, connect with people, but then you're sending them to a piece of legacy content. And so what that is, is like this podcast where you're spending time really developing this big piece of content and it's going to live on somewhere like an iTunes or maybe on your website on a page dedicated to your podcast episodes, but it's something that you have a little bit more control of. It's something that you have a little more ownership and ability to um, put out or like really put the gas down or lean back on. But this legacy content, I feel like, is going to continue to be something more and more as we go into 2023 and beyond. And so that can look like a podcast, a blog, a video series on YouTube, an email list, a text list, but really having at least one piece of legacy content that you are producing that exists outside of social media. And I know this can feel like it's another thing to pile on a business owner's plate, but it can also look like, for example, this podcast medium, you spend your time developing the podcast, doing the interviews, taking it into production. And then when you go to create your social media content, you can take pieces of that and that becomes some of the things you talk about on social media. So when the podcast drops, you go on stories, you talk about the topic, you link people to the episode for more. Or if you like to quote from your podcast, you can create an audiogram of a 30-second clip from the podcast. You can create shareable quote graphics. You can create a carousel that has step-by-step instructions if you're doing a how-to or a tutorial type podcast. So there's a lot of ways to take a piece of legacy content. And instead of feeling like you have to create that over here and create social media content over there, you can really devote a lot of your time and attention to the legacy piece and then find ways that your social media can like break off of that. So you're really getting a double dip, if you will. But I think legacy content is a really big, a really big piece that I want business owners to hear, um, especially as we're in 2023. Yeah, I think that's so powerful too. And I love what you said about the fact that like, it doesn't have to be something new, like take something that you're already doing and putting it on like a YouTube putting it on a blog, putting it on something else. You know, even how many of you guys are, you know, coaching, you guys have free masterclasses, you guys have free trainings, you guys have IG lives, like putting it somewhere else that can live longer. I think if you guys really think on this podcast, like what are you already doing that you can then put somewhere else? I mean, I should absolutely have a YouTube channel for as much as I teach and as much lives as I do and as much trainings are in my free Facebook group and as many IG lives as I do and as many podcasts that I've put out, you know, I've, I have over a hundred podcast episodes in the bank and I don't even have them on YouTube yet. Like it's literally something that I should absolutely have going on. So this is just a reminder right now on the show that I should absolutely get that up and going. So Molly, you dropped so many amazing nuggets. I know my audience is definitely going to appreciate it. What do you have? How can my audience find you? all the things. I know you also have a podcast, so please share all the things. Yeah, absolutely. So you can connect with me online. My The personal side of my brand on Instagram is at Molly Knuth, that's K-N-U-T-H underscore M-K-M. And then if you want more of the, like my business, the people who are on my team, that's at 
at Molly Knuth Media. And then the podcast is called The Found Podcast with Molly Knuth. And we have amazing female business owners and entrepreneurs who are rewriting how we live and work in this modern day and age. And so anybody who feels like that is a poll for them, we would love to have you join our podcast community. And absolutely anytime you can reach out to me with upcoming offers. We have a lot of new things coming down the pike in the new year to help business owners uh, really get support in these various elements of social media marketing. Amazing. So many amazing nuggets, you guys. Make sure you guys go back and listen to this episode. Also share it out um, and I'll put all of her information in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here, my friend. It was such a great episode and I appreciate you. Thank you for the opportunity and thank you to all the listeners out there. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sales and Social Podcast. If today's episode has you fired up and you loved it, could you do me a huge favor and leave a review over on Apple Podcasts or take a screenshot and share it on social media and don't forget to tag your business bestie. And while you're there, connect with me on the gram at the Jillian Murphy. I'm on a mission to change the mindset of sales. I want people to love sales because the reality is sales is the foundation of everything you do. It's how your business generates revenue consistently. So show up and be unapologetic about selling because once you fall in love with selling, babe, sky's the limit. So I'll catch you on the next episode, but until then, feel free to slide into my DMs because I cannot wait to get to know you better.